Denver Sports at 104.3 The Fan proudly present Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Learn more about getting involved at denversports.com slash mentor. Happy Saturday morning. Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Denver Sports' campaign to help get people involved here in the community with mentorship. We're so proud to be uh, advocating for this campaign. It's so important, partnering with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado. I'm Rod Sharon, and today to talk a little bit about mentorship, I'm joined by 15-year NFL veteran. You hear him on the fan uh, every weekday from 11 to 2 with Zach By, Mr. Brandon Stokely. Stoke, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Raj. I appreciate this. Looking forward to um, the show today and uh, talking about mentorship and uh, what it meant to me and and all the great uh, people that helped me get to where I am today. Well, and you've got a really interesting story that, that we'll dig into a little bit. And, and all of the uh, people we've had an opportunity to talk with have a slightly different story wherever they came up, whether their coaches were. You've got a much different one because the coach you had for basically the day you were born, you had a coach in your life. Your father was a coach. Yeah, my dad was a coach. He uh, coached college football. And so uh, it was uh, a little bit different. And then – uh, you know, growing up because, you know, he was going a lot, recruiting out, um, recruiting in, in uh, high schools and all these different towns all over the place. And uh, but what was uh, great for me was when I did go to college, um, he was my coach. And so I got to see him every day for five years. I redshirted. And so that was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, father son experience for me. Um, and just to see how he operated, see how he was around uh, the players and how he treated the guys. And so that that's what I kind of looked to. And, and you know, when I did, I coached a couple of years of high school football. Um, you know, I wanted to be like that, uh, a guy that, uh, you know, wasn't a yeller or a screamer, a guy that would uh, put his arm around you but also coach you up hard. And uh, so I, I, I kind of I followed his example um, when um, being there for five years and just saw how he treated the guys and, and how he was as as just not only as a coach but as a person. Well, before you became a raging Cajun, I know you played sports growing up, and not just football, right? You played other sports growing up. Yeah, I played uh, football, basketball, baseball. I'm sure you probably remember. I mean, it wasn't always your dad. He had a ton of different coaches, and that's a lot of what we're doing with Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Is just if you're driving around listening, you can make an impact in the community. Did any of those coaches stand out to you at a young age? Maybe help teach you some lessons, get you involved in enjoying those sports. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had a bunch of them, uh, obviously, and I think uh, youth coaches, high school coaches, have a big impact on everyone, and I think. Especially nowadays, things are looked at a lot different than what they were 20, 30 years ago. And um, just the, the way that you coach kids, and um, it, it's, it is very important because sometimes they don't have that at home. Um, and that's the only place that they can get that uh, love from and that work ethic from and, and, and things like that. So sports uh, obviously is a great thing, but also when you have a person in your life that can help grow you as as an individual and and sometimes those those coaches are more important than the parents at home you know because they're, they're almost spending more time with you than the parents are uh, so it's a, it's a very important thing and I was I was blessed and fortunate to have a bunch of them you know like I said throughout middle school throughout high school and then my father in college be a mentor, be a fan. Again, it's our campaign at Denver Sports and 104.3 The Fan. We're trying to encourage people to get involved in mentorship here in the Denver community. If you're looking for more information, you want to know how you can get involved, the website's 
denversports.com slash mentor. Again, denversports.com slash mentor. We're proud to be partnered with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado. They've got a huge need uh, looking for people to get involved as mentors. And you can make an impact just like Stoke mentioned. Sometimes uh, these coaches, and we talk a lot about coaching because obviously we're in sports, but you can have as or more profound impact on a young person than a parent because you just spend so much time. You talked about Pee Wee. Tell me about high school a little bit. I I mean, I'm envisioning Brandon Stokely kind of big man on campus. Uh, How helpful were your coaches uh, at the high school level, Stoke, with um, not only your athletic development to go on and become a pro athlete, but your personal development as well? Yeah, I mean, they were great. I I only played football two years in high school. So my freshman year, then I stopped playing. Um, I played quarterback and wasn't very good, couldn't throw the ball very far. So that's not ideal if you're trying to play quarterback. And uh, so I stopped playing. I just played basketball and baseball and and obviously had a – a bunch of uh, great coaches that, um, you know, different. And there's different styles to coach, and there's different styles to be, you know, a mentor. And I, I think if you show kids that you, um, you know, it's not just about wins and losses. It's not just about what they do on the court, on the field. It's it's like a, you actually really care about that person and how they're doing as an individual, not how they're doing in the sport. I think that goes a long way. And so that's what I had. Um, and so, like I said, I was fortunate to have that, but I only played a, um, a couple years of, of football, but I played everything was around there. And, uh, but I, I don't think I was the big man on campus, uh, Raj, but, um, I was actually like a small guy and, um, but, uh, you know, it was fun. I just enjoyed competing and, and I was, it was fortunate. I was fortunate to have some good mentors and some good coaches. Well, then we get to your collegiate career. You talked a little bit about with your dad coaching at Louisiana Lafayette. Was there ever a consideration of going anywhere else, or was that the only place you were going to go? Well, I, uh, you know, like I said, I only played two years, my freshman year, my senior year. So I had a really good senior year, did lead the state in receptions, but it uh, wasn't like I was receiving all these letters to um, take visits or go to this college and, and scholarship offers. And so, I wasn't sure I wanted to play college football, and then uh, when I decided that, yeah, you know what, I, I want to give it a shot, uh, there wasn't many options out there, and my best one was just to stay my hometown that I grew up in, this college that I knew, you know, been running around that college since the fifth grade, and and so just said, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm, I'm just going to stay here and, and play for my dad, and let's see what happens. I never dreamed of, you know, playing in the NFL. I never didn't even really think about that. I didn't think I was going to play college football. Didn't really want to play college football. Uh, but there we were, and so there wasn't a lot of options for me. I, I guess we could we could just say that. And so that was my best option. So you wind up going there, and um, what's the dynamic like between not only you and your dad, who's your you know been your lifelong coach and mentor, but also the other assistants and everyone on on the staff? Is is it an awkward dynamic at all? It wasn't. You know, I didn't really think too much into it. Um, I just you know. I just went there, was going to work hard, and was going to compete and, and try to have a good time. That was really it. So I really didn't think about what the dynamics would be and how other guys in the locker room might look at me or the assistant coaches. Because I knew all those assistant coaches. I knew them forever, right? A lot of them had been there since I got there in the fifth grade. And, and now I'm going into college, I don't know, you know, 13, 14 years later, um, and they're still around. So, uh, But, no, it was great. You know, my dad treated me like every other player. And, you know, I, I worked extremely hard and I think I earned early on, I earned my, my position on that team. And so, 
I think that helped out a lot. Uh, but looking back, I really didn't put a whole lot of thought into the whole situation and the dynamics. It was just kind of like really, I guess, very naive about the situation. And it did help that I played early and I was I was an okay football player. Um, and But my, me and my dad, we had a great relationship. And, and like I said, he was more the laid-back guy, um, the guy that would put his arm around you. Um, and not the, not the, you know, he wasn't the, the disciplinarian. Uh, so it was a, it was a, it was awesome. I, I enjoyed every day of it. How would you say you sort of transformed and grew up during your years there? When you, like you said, you know, you got there, you weren't even sure you were going to play college football. You got there and obviously you had a lot of success by the end. You wind up going and playing in the NFL. Uh, how, how did you change and, and what sort of role did those coaches or, or maybe teachers, someone at the school have in that, in, in your development? Well, I, I had a couple of really good wide receiver coaches, um, Ron Brown and Gerald Broussard. I mean, two guys. I mean, Broussard, that's a Cajun name, right? Uh, but two guys that had been there forever that I had known, and I grew up around those guys. And so it was the same thing. You know, these guys cared about you as an individual and not just as a football player. And, um, you know, they were they wanted you to do good in school. They wanted you to make sure you made the right decisions outside of the football field. And, um and so, you know, that's that as a player, as an athlete, I think that um, or just a person, uh, you know, if you're just trying to mentor someone and not be their coach, that's uh, that's what it's all about, uh, because people can see through uh, when you're when you're just all about uh, some kind of reward and you're not really there for the person. So you're getting ready to wrap up in college and now you are getting ready for the NFL. So you didn't even know if you could play college football. And now uh, I'm sure you're getting interest because you wound up getting drafted. How did that group help you? Your, your, your dad, your other college coaches, um, in terms of mentoring you, getting you ready for that process? And did anyone else get involved that sort of helped you as you were getting ready for the, the draft and all the workout stuff that goes into that? I had a great weight coach there, uh, Chris Gannon, who had played in the NFL. So he knew what it took. Um, and... He was a, a a guy that could um, you know be there to to guide me and help me through that process. It's not an easy process, and this is really you know you didn't find a whole lot of this stuff on the internet and Google and things like that. So kind of in the dark um, and didn't know what to expect. So had somebody to help guide me there uh, through that whole process, that whole spring before getting drafted, and that was a a, a big a big bonus for me. So. Um, yeah, my, you know, your weight coaches around you a lot, you know, in football, uh, you're, you're all summer long, spring long, even during the season. So you see that guy a lot. So that guy has a, a impact on you, whether it's positive or negative. And, and I was fortunate to have a guy that was uh, very positive and helped guide me through my dad, you know, you, you, my grandfather, my, just your support system. Uh, and I was, like I said, I was, I was fortunate and blessed to have a really great support system that was just there for you. It's not all, you know, you see NFL 15 years, but, man, there's a lot of lows that go into it. And so when you have a good uh, group and around you, it goes a long way. DenverSports.com slash mentor is the website for the Be a Mentor, Be a Fan campaign. You can learn how you can get involved and make an impact um, in a young person's life right here in the Denver community. We think it's a really important initiative, and that's the reason we're having these conversations. So, Stoke, we've talked a lot about uh, kind of your upbringing and, and your dad and the other assistants now. We're going to talk a little bit about you getting ready to get into the NFL, and then the tables turn, and as you mentioned earlier, you become a coach. We'll get into that and more when we come back on The Fan. Denver Sports at 104.3 The Fan proudly present Be a Mentor. 
be a fan. Learn more about getting involved at denversports.com slash mentor. Welcome back to Be a Mentor, Be a Fan this Saturday morning on 104.3 The Fan. I'm Rod Sharon here with Brandon Stokely as we talk about mentorship, our campaign to get people involved. Denversports.com slash mentor is a ton of great resources. You can get involved with Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Colorado. They're a great local organization that's looking for mentors and looking for help. And uh, Stoke, we talked a lot about uh, your upbringing, your, uh, your, your peewee coaches, your middle, your high school coaches, uh, and then you know your dad and the staff in college. And now you head to the National Football League and you become an, an NFL football player. Uh, I imagine it's not just coaches. It could be teammates, uh, other people around. What was that experience for you like as you migrated to the NFL and, and, and people helped you kind of acclimate to that? Yeah, it was tough. Um, you know, you go from being there in Lafayette, Louisiana, and, and growing up there around all your family, and now you're on your own, just like like that, you know. And so it's, it's a, a, you know, you're out in the real world. That's what it is at a young age. It's a job, and you're playing with grown men um, that have been doing it for a long time. And so it's a really tough situation, but I did, you know. I had a lot of uh, great people. Uh, my sister uh, was very helpful, both of them. Uh, my dad, my grandfather, like I said a little bit earlier, just to guide you through that process uh, because it's not an easy thing to do uh, because you're going in there to take someone's job. And um, But but very fortunate to have uh, some good teammates around there uh, in, in Baltimore, but also uh, my family. They, they were the, the, the people that helped guide me through that process. You know, for a lot of – I mean, there, nothing was given for you. You were a mid-round pick. You may not have even made the team, so you actually had to – you know, you really had to, had to work to accomplish what you did. But uh, you achieved success at a, at a very early level early in your career. You catch a touchdown in the Super Bowl and you win. Did you have someone kind of help mentor you or guide you through how to handle success? We hear a lot about handling failure and how to learn from it, but – you had a lot of success early. Did you have someone sort of kind of guide you through that process? Uh, I no, you know, I always felt like I was a pretty humble person, and and you know, I I always felt that uh, I had to work to to get to where I was, and that's just what I was going to continue to do. And so um, that's just who I was. I love to compete. You know, I, I love I love football, and so and those I might did, have been values instilled at you at the young age, like right, we talked exactly, about with your dad, and the exactly, other um, and, and the people there early on in the process. That's why your youth coaches, your middle school coaches, and and mentors are, are so important because I learned that early on, and so that's just the person that I was. Um, and and fortunate when I got to the NFL, it's it's different, you know, because this is your job now and you're getting paid for it. And so you see all kind of different coaches and styles of coaching. And this is, you know, back more of the, the old school football and the old way of football. Uh, and so it was different. So I had some good ones and I had some bad ones also. So, uh, you know, I've seen it all. And so that's why, like you mentioned earlier that, you know, when I went to start coaching high school, uh, I knew what kind of style of coaching that that I and, sure. and coach that I wanted to be. Well, after spending a few years uh, on the Ravens and you won a Super Bowl, uh, you wind up going to Indianapolis and you connect with one of the the great names, sort of in the history of coaching and leadership, the Hall of Famer uh, Tony Dungy. What what was it like, kind of being under him, and you know what lessons or sort of things like that did you learn from Tony Dungy? Yeah, it was awesome um, because he has his own style. And I think when you are a coach and a mentor, you have to have your own style. You have to be true to yourself. And that's what he was because, you know, he was a soft-spoken coach. And you just didn't see that. And it wasn't like there wasn't going to be any yelling or screaming. Or Now, some of his assistant coaches did that for him, or, you know, would do that. Uh, but he didn't do that. You know, that's not how he operated. And 
he was always calm, cool, collective, and um, he stayed true to himself and his values and his beliefs. And so everybody respected that. Don't be don't be someone that you're not. You know, be true to yourself. And um, if if you are that person, people will respect that. And you know, in the NFL, you know, guys had so much respect for Tony Dungy and how he lived his life and how. Um, you know, he approached every single day. And uh, so it was different. It was unique. It was a one-off because you just don't see that style. Uh, But it worked because he was – he was real and true to himself. And it probably helped. He had a good read for his team. He had the right kind of – I mean, you had, you know, guys like you and Peyton Manning and guys like that. You you didn't have to maybe necessarily be the the screamer all the time. Yeah, Peyton wasn't bad, was he? (laughs) It always helps when you have a guy like that. Uh, But certainly, like, and you had his leadership style which was different and unique also. Um, and certainly as a quarterback, you're a leader on the football team. I had a great wide receiver coach there uh, that had coached, you know, that did coach Peyton, that coached Tom Brady, uh, that's done it forever. And he was just such a great mentor and leader to me um, and father figure type of guy in the NFL, Clyde Christensen, just a, a great guy, a great football coach, but also did it a different way. And it wasn't yelling and there wasn't screaming. Um, would put put his arm around you, show you some love, and and just be there for you as an individual, but also could coach you up hard. And uh, so, because there's a fine line that you have to walk as a as a coach, you know, in, in the NFL, um, because there has to be some discipline, there has to be some hard work. It can't be all hugs and and love, and um, you, you you know you got you got a job to do, right? You're getting paid to do a job, and so there has to be accountability factor also and um and, and Clyde was great at that Tony Dungy uh was great at that and so I was fortunate there in Indy to run across a, a lot of great individuals that were great leaders great mentors and great teammates I'm Rod Sharon joined by Brandon Stokely for be a mentor be a fan here on 104.3 the fan it's our campaign to try to get people involved in the role of mentorship and get involved with helping young people here in our community denversports.com slash mentor is the site where there's a ton of great resources and how you can get involved, including with Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Colorado, who has a great need for mentors at this time. And we're really proud to be partnered with them. And Stokes talking about some of the influential coaches and and teammates and, and, and just figures in general he had that helped him have this successful football career that he had. So Stoke, you, you, you've, you've played in Baltimore, you've played in Indianapolis. Um, now you head to Denver and, and a name that a lot of people around here are familiar with, uh, the iconic Mike Shanahan. What was what was that like? Especially you're, you're you're an established player in the NFL at this point, but I believe you were coming off an injury, and you come to Denver, and Mike Shanahan's your coach. What, what sort of impact did he have on you? Uh, he was he was great, uh, legend. You know, I mean, I I was intimidated. I mean, this is Mike Shanahan, two time Super Bowl winner, and and did so many great things in the NFL, and um, but just to see the type of person that he was, and the individual that he was, and his coaching style was a little bit different, right, um, than, than, than a Tony Dungy. You know, there was, um, there for me, there was that fear factor, you know, that you, you have to have a little bit of that. Like, hey, if you don't get your job done, guess what? You're going to be on your way out of Denver, you know, going back home. So you had that, but you also had a guy that was open and receptive to listening to his, his players. And it wasn't my way or the highway. Um, and so I loved how... Coach Shanahan walked that fine line of accountability, like because you gotta have you gotta rule with an iron fist sometimes in the NFL, but also would put his arms around you and show you a lot of love. And you know, obviously, I'm still here, right here in Denver, and and run across uh, Coach Shanahan a lot. Um, 
throughout the course of the year and just uh, what a great individual. Um, but, but his style was, was different than most, and, and he was just real, and that's who he was. Um, but you have to show your players that you do care about them and that you're there for them and that it's not just about football. And, um, and, and Coach Shanahan was, um, obviously did a great job of that. Well, at this stage, as I mentioned, you're more of an established player. Not only are you learning a lot from a Mike Shanahan, uh, but it felt like from the outside looking in, you became more of a mentor to some of your teammates. Um, a guy like Brandon Marshall really comes to mind. At, at that point, did you feel like it was important for you to help some of the younger guys into the league break uh, break in and show them the ropes? I did. You know, I felt at that time I was a veteran football player. It was my ninth year in the NFL. I had been around Peyton Manning, right? And... And he kind of showed me what it took to be successful, his work ethic, the attention to detail. And so when I got here, you know, now I'm a little bit older, and I wanted to pass that on to the younger guys, and especially the guys that wanted to work and the guys that it meant a lot to. And Brandon Marshall was one of those guys that I tried to help and to to take what I learned from, you know, the great Peyton Manning and pass it along to, to these younger players to help them and help their career out. That became a very important to me because – um, I got a lot of satisfaction from that, seeing those guys all of a sudden be really, really successful uh, throughout their career and feel like you were maybe just a little small part of it and uh, passing along the information that you had learned from playing. You know, I played on some great offenses with Peyton and the Colts, and, and I was able to pass that along to Brandon Marshall and Eddie Royal and, and guys like that uh, throughout the rest of my career that really it, it was re- it's rewarding to be able to do that and to see their success. And so – um, I really did enjoy that. Well, you've had a who's who, Stoke. I mean, we we talked a lot about Tony Dungy and Mike Shanahan. Then you had some stops with, I think it was what, Pete Carroll in Pete Seattle, Carroll. a cup of coffee with Tom Coughlin yep. in New York, yep. uh, Foxy was... here in Denver, John Fox. And, and John Foxy was great also. Yep. You know, just uh, it was so much fun and, and his leadership style and, and how he did things. And, um, I, you know, I, I was fined one time in my career. One time I got fined, and it was John Fox, and he's the <laughs> nicest guy ever, right? But, but there, like I said, there's an accountability factor mm-hmm. there. I didn't show up in the meeting on time, and so I got fined for being late. You got to hold guys accountable. Um, so yeah, very, very fortunate to have some great coaches, different styles, right. and um, you know, throughout my and you finished years. with uh, John Harbaugh, and then after you transitioned out of football into broadcasting, I remember you came to talk to me that uh, you were going to get involved in coaching yourself. You were going to be coaching high school football. So, why did you decide to do it? Obviously, you, you know your dad had been a coach, so I mean, I guess it made sense. Why did you decide to do it? And I know you talked about you learned some things along the way so that you could make an impact um, on some young people here in Denver. Yeah, same thing with Brandon Marshall and like Eddie Roll, just the younger players as I got older. I, I really enjoyed to see their success and see their growth. Um, that's very rewarding. So when I had the opportunity to do it at high school, I was like, you know, I jumped at that opportunity. I really wanted to do it because I love the sport. There's nothing like Friday night lights, Saturday, Sunday, you know, going out there, putting a plan together and then going out there and trying to execute it and then, you know, trying to fix it the next week and, and seeing the growth of of young individuals, young men, and um, I just love it. It's it's so rewarding, and so I really did. I had a great time doing it for a couple of years, and, you know, Raj, I'm not very good at many things in life, but like I feel like football and coaching is one of them, so um, I just I, I enjoy doing it. Well, rewarding is a really important word, and as we sort of put a bow on this, uh, if, if one message is sort of heard, because you just heard it from Stoke during the course of this program, the – 
he got so much out of the coaches and the people that helped him along the way and then sort of passed that on later in his career. And it was a really rewarding experience. And if you're listening to this, you don't have to have been Brandon Stokely, 15-year NFL player to make that sort of impact. You could coach a youth team. Maybe if it's not even sports, maybe you just become a mentor and hang out with a kid, take him to the mall, uh, take him to a movie, whatever it might be. There, there's ways to really positively impact people here in our community. I can't encourage enough. Head to denversports.com slash mentor to learn how you can get involved. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado is a great organization. It's a great way to get in and make an impact on some kids that could really use. Uh, they could use some help. They could use a mentor. Um, they, they have a huge need for it, and you can really make a powerful impact that, as Stoke said, would be rewarding. Stoke, thanks for joining us this morning. This was great. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed um, doing this with you, Raj. I appreciate it. And, and like you said, hopefully you know, it doesn't have to be a big thing. You know, It can be a small thing, and it has a big impact on young individuals. So get out there. Do something positive, um, and thanks for having me. All right. We'll see you next week. Be a mentor. Be a fan.